Happy New Year. Uh, I love the new year. I love the start of a new year. I know that many people are setting New Year's resolutions. Many people are setting goals for 2023. And as you, as you think about your new year, I want you to think about your walk with God. Now, our walk with God is a metaphor for our relationship with God. We don't want to just talk the talk. We want to walk the walk. And I want you to think about your walk with God in three different positions or three different alignments today. The first one is we want to walk before God. We want to walk before God. Psalm 56, 13 says, For you have delivered me from death and my feet from stumbling, that I may walk before God in the light of life. And so Psalm 56 says that that God has rescued us and he's the one that keeps our feet from stumbling. And we are to walk before God in his Light. We're to walk into the presence of God. We're to become into the full view of God. And th- this is the idea of a soldier coming before his commanding officer to be, to be inspected. And so when a soldier comes before his commanding officer, like he has on his, cl- his clothes are pressed, they're, they're tucked in, he's upright, his boots are shined, his, his weapon is, is clean and, and ready for use. And so when we become before the presence of God, we come into the light of God, we, we come into, uh, for Him to evaluate us, to inspect uh, our lives. We're, we're coming into the throne room of God. Do, do we have the armor of God on? Are we prepared for battle? Are we a workman approved by God? Uh, Psalm 139, 23 and 24 says, Search me, O God, know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. And so as we walk before God, as we come into his presence, as we come before his throne, our lives are open to him. Our lives are exposed to him. He's evaluating us. He's examining us. He's he's searching our hearts. He's searching our minds. He's he's searching our thoughts. And we're we're allowing God... we're inviting him to, to point out any weaknesses, any sins, any, any changes that we need to make in our lives. So we want, we want to be sincere in our faith. And so the, the truth is revealed in the light of God. And so we walk into the presence of God. Every day we, we get into his word and we get into his presence. And, and God speaks to us through his word. As our commanding officer, he gives us instructions, he gives us commands, and, and we're to live our lives in light of that. And I, th- I think for many people coming before God, that, that's where their relationship ends. But I want to look at two different alignments when it comes to our walk with God. So we want to walk before God, uh, but number two, we want to walk behind God. And this is the perspective of following God's guidance, following his direction in our lives. Uh, we have the example of the nation of Israel when they, when they were in the wilderness and Moses was leading them. Exodus chapter 13, verse 21 and 22 says, By day the Lord went ahead of them in a pillar of cloud to guide them on their way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light, so that they could travel by day or by night. Neither the pillar of fire by day, neither the pillar of cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night left its place in front of the people. And so God was out in front of his people. And it was a pillar of cloud by day, a pillar of fire by night. And they followed the cloud. They followed wherever God led them. That's where they were were going. So he was guiding them. He was 
directing them. And so in, in our relationship with God and our walk with God, we want to walk behind God. We want to follow his guidance and follow his direction uh, for our lives. Th- th- this is the idea of sheep following a shepherd. And just as the sheep uh, follow the shepherd, we are to follow God. God is our shepherd and we are his sheep. Uh, Psalm 23, 1 through 3 says, The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right path for his name's sake. So as we're walking behind God, he is guiding us. He is leading us. He is directing us. Just as the sheep follow the shepherd, we are following God. And we take this into the New Testament with Jesus Jesus had his followers, and we're to be followers of Jesus. In Luke 9, 23, uh, Jesus said, Then he said to them all, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. And so being a disciple of Jesus means to, to follow him. We are walking behind him. Uh, we're walking behind the rabbi. Uh, back, back in the day when the disciples would follow the rabbi, they, they wouldn't get so close to the rabbi that the dust from his sandals were, were caking them. And so we want to walk behind Jesus. We want to we get so close to Jesus to be a follower of him that the, the, the dust from his sandals is caking our lives. And so God is leading us. He, he's directing us. And we're going wherever he leads. I, I think about the, the lyrics to that great hymn, Wherever he leads, I will go. And I just want to re- read the first, first few verses. It says, Take up thy cross and follow me, I heard my master say. I gave my life to ransom thee. Surrender your all today. Wherever he leads, I'll go. Wherever he leads, I'll go. I'll follow my Christ who loves me so. Wherever he leads, I'll go. And so we are to walk before God. We are to walk behind God. And thirdly, we are to walk beside God. We are to walk Beside God. Genesis 5, 24 says, Enoch walked faithfully with God and he was no more because God took him away. Now there are two people in the Bible who, who, who never died. Enoch and the prophet Elijah. Of course, we know Elijah was taken up by, by a chariot of fire into heaven. And then this verse tells us that Enoch, he walked closely with God and then God just took him away. God, God just brought him to heaven. Enoch was a friend of God. He didn't simply walk before God or behind God, but he walked with God. He walked beside God. He was friends with God. Jesus uses the, the same terminology with his disciples. He, he had been walking with his disciples for three years, and then he tells them that, that we are now friends. John 15, 12 through 15 says, my command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay one's life down for one's friends. Jesus says, you are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because the servant doesn't know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you. And so Jesus became friends with his disciples. And hopefully you have walked with Jesus so closely that you're walking beside him and you have become friends. Proverbs 18, 24 tells us that, that God is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. And so as we think about walking with God in the new year, I want you to consider those three alignments or positions. 
We are to walk before God, we are to walk behind God, and we are to walk beside God. And so the new year is a great opportunity for a fresh start. Uh, The Bible shares story after story after story of people getting a fresh start. You know, Adam and Eve got a fresh start in the garden at the beginning. Uh, The Bible shares a story after the flood that Noah and his family got a fresh start. Abraham and Sarah, they they left their homeland and got a fresh start with God. Uh, Their grandson, Jacob, says that he wrestled with God throughout the night. And after wrestling with God, God changed his name to Israel and gave him a fresh start. He was no longer uh, known as the deceiver. Jacob means deceiver, but now he's the, he was the father of the nation of Israel, and his 12 sons become the 12 tribes of Israel. Uh, Moses, after meeting with God in the, at the burning bush, he gets a fresh start, like his life changes. And then God uses Moses to lead the Israelites out of slavery in Egypt and give them a fresh start. And then when Moses passes away, Joshua takes over and Joshua leads the Israelites into the promised land and they have a fresh start. We fast forward to the New Testament and Jesus comes on the scene and Jesus establishes the new covenant. And we see story after story of lives being changed and people getting a fresh start. I think about Peter. Uh, Peter denies Jesus three times, and then, and then he has that meeting with Jesus, and they have breakfast by, by the Sea of Galilee, the fish and the, and the bread, and Peter gets a fresh start. It's interesting that when people encounter God, whether it's Moses in the burning bush or, or Jacob wrestling with God or, or Peter meeting with God by the seashore, it's that encounter with God, that's an encounter with Jesus that gives people a fresh start. I think about Saul. You know, Saul has this encounter with Jesus on the road to Damascus, and, and uh, God changes his name to Paul, and he becomes the Apostle Paul, and he gets a fresh start. See, the Bible is the story of us getting a fresh start, and, and those of us who've put our faith in Jesus, those of us who have been born again, we got a fresh start. Uh, 2 Corinthians five seventeen says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. And so as we begin a new year, it's an opportunity for us to, to start fresh. It's an opportunity for us to, to get a fresh start. We're, we're going to begin the new year with a new message series beginning January 8th titled Fresh Start, Living Out Your Purpose in Life. And so we're, we're going to talk about how can we have a fresh start. And we're going to read together uh, The Purpose Driven Life uh, by Rick Warren. It says, What on earth am I here for? And so beginning January 8th, uh, we're going to have this book for sale. We're going to start the series, but then on January 9th, we're all going to do 40 days of purpose. We're going to read this book together. Uh, Our church did this 19 years ago when we were in the daycare, and so we're we're doing it again two decades later. But this book is is one of the best books, and so I'm, I'm super excited about it. I wanted to read just the very beginning of day one, and it's titled, It All Starts With God. And the verse is Colossians 1.16 in the message translation. It says, For everything, absolutely everything, above and below, visible and invisible, everything got started in him and finds its purpose in him. And so we find our purpose in a relationship with God. We, we find our purpose in walking with God. It, it, as, as we come before God, as we... As we 
we follow behind God and we walk beside God. That, that's where we gain our purpose in life. And it, it's my hope and prayer in 2023 that we all live a life of purpose, that we all live our lives according to how God wants us to live our lives for Him. And I just want to encourage you in 2023 to commit to walking with God. And, and I, I want to pray for you right now and, and pray for your family and commit 2023 to the Lord. Let, let's pray together. God, I pray for each person watching, each person uh, listening. God, that we would commit this new year to you, that we would commit to walking with you. We would commit to spending time with you, to coming into your presence and, and walking before you each morning. And God, I pray that we would walk behind you, that we would follow you, that wherever you lead, we're going to go. And God, we would walk beside you, that we would walk with you, that we are, we are your friends and we have a close relationship with you, God, and you're the one who's guiding us and directing us. And God, we commit this new year to you. I pray for each person. God, I pray that we would be like a tree planted by streams of water, uh, that we're yielding fruit in season. We're always healthy. We're always growing. Uh, we have strong roots in our faith and our relationship with you. God, I pray for our marriages this year, that, that you would strengthen our marriage. You'd protect our marriages. That Jesus Christ would be the center of our relationships. And God, I pray for our kids. God, I pray for all of our kids, that, that you might protect them, put a hedge of protection around them. God, I pray that all of our kids would come to know you. And I pray that they would walk with you for a lifetime. And, and I pray, God, for their futures. God, you have a hope and a future for them. And I pray, God, that you bring godly husbands and godly wives uh, into their lives. And we, we, we pray for 2023, God, that it would be the year of the Lord. God, that we would walk with you this year. And we pray it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this January 1st message as we kick off this, this new year. I hope you have a phenomenal first few days of the new year, and I hope to see you next Sunday at Greystone Church.